Hello, hello. Welcome back to Rethink Your Health with Jen Madden. I am your host, Jen Madden. How the heck are you? If I'm being honest, I am completely cranky today. (laughs) I'm having a day, ladies. And my brain, as I've talked about before, wants to problem solve and figure out why the hell I'm so cranky. And sometimes and some days you're just cranky and that's life. So I'm telling my brain to calm the heck down and to just allow myself to be a little cranky because I am. And there's not like nothing's gone wrong, but my brain's like, oh my God, you're cranky. You can't be cranky. Remember, you're supposed to be chasing happiness, but that's not how life works. So I'm just like doing my thing and carrying my crank along in my purse. (laughs) That's it. I hope you are not having a cranky day, but if you are, I hope you're just allowing yourself to be cranky. So here we are. I want to talk about a concept. It's not a concept. It's the way life is. It's the way people are. Because I find that in sessions with clients, they are surprised that I have a human brain just like them. They are surprised that sometimes I don't want to work. They are some surprised that sometimes I get completely annoyed and, and have like inappropriate interactions with people. They are surprised that, I don't know, that I'm human. And when I tell them that, they're like, oh my God, like, thank God. I didn't, like, you struggle with that? Yes, because I have a human brain as well. I just happen to have some tools that I practice on a somewhat regular basis, but not always, that helps me deal with some of my humanness. But listen, there are days that I don't care about any of the life coaching skills I have. I am just being human. And today I think is kind of one of those days. I'm just like, "Eh, whatever, I'm cranky. So I want to just talk about that because I think if we all understood each other better, people would get along. People wouldn't be as so secretive about what's going on in that brain of theirs. Again, I'll often say to my clients, like, wouldn't it be nice if we could just read the thought bubble over everyone's head? Because then we'd be like, oh my God, it's not just me. So here's the thing. Being a human being, being you, you are unique to you. And you're just like everyone else. I actually stole that like little phrase from um, Gretchen Rubin. She does research in happiness and has written books, but she recently gave a commencement, graduation commencement speech at her daughter's school. And I highly recommend reading the transcript or watching it. I'll put it in the show notes because she talks about the paradoxes of life. And I love that because the word and, A-N-D, is how is the space that we live in almost always, right? You can be happy and sad at the same time. You can be unique and just like everyone else at the same time. There's We tend to live in this either or, this all or nothing space, probably because we're taught that this is the way things should be. So you should be going all in on the quote unquote right way to be or to exist in this world of ours. So that's probably where that comes from. But that is not our reality. Our reality is that we usually do live in these paradox scenarios, the end. 
And being human, just your existence as a human being is the ultimate because you are both unique and you're just like everyone else. And she talks about this in her commencement speech. And I was like, yeah, that I mean, hello, that is exactly how we're wired. But we resist and we fight against that because we receive messaging from our families, from our friends, from the world, basically telling us that there's a right way to be and you should be going after it and striving for that thing, whatever it is, based on these set of rules. And so we spend our life trying to achieve, be, whatever, these things that we're told that we should be going after. And so I use dieting as an example a lot about that, right? And just the quote unquote ideal body size is like thin. Well, it's thin, full stop, (laughs) right? But it's like, it could be thin and like sexy and whatever. But there is like an ideal body size that we should all be striving to reach. And so when we're taught that, and we're receiving messages that we are not worthy, we are not acceptable, we are not lovable in our current body, well, then obviously we want to fight against that and go after the ideal body because there is a promise there, a promise of happiness, a promise of love, a promise of acceptability. Basically, all of our dreams will come true when we're thin. Now, you can fill in the blank with whatever it is that you're striving for. Success, right? Whatever the definition of success is, it's obviously like having a big job and making a lot of money, duh. And it could be your relationship, you know, having the perfect, loving, romantic, yet independent type of relationship, right? Whatever that thing is that you have internalized, to go after because that's the right way to live, right? That's the thing that I'm talking about. I use dieting a lot because that has been my world, right? And I think a lot of you who are listening, that's been your world. Whether you're thin or fat or whatever, I don't know one woman who does not struggle with her body at all. Um, Whether it's not thin enough, whether it's you're not tall enough, whether you're too tall, whether you have a big nose, all the things. Anyway, So I tend to use dieting just because that's been my experience. And I think that is such a relatable example for how we strive to be something that we're not. So continuing down that road, if I am taught that a thinner body is going to unlock all my dreams and my body is fat, well, I'm going to go after that and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. And ultimately, it means like tuning out my true essence, who I am, how my body is designed, my own desires, my own wants, my own preferences, right? I put that all to the side to go after the ideal. And of course, there's like prescribed ways, aka diets to go after that. Again, fill in the blank. There's prescribed ways to like be rich and famous that don't necessarily, well, it doesn't work out for most people. But right, so we follow this prescribed way that we're taught by somebody else who doesn't know us that this is how to go after the thing. So in the world of going after a thinner body, it's a diet, it's an exercise program. But what those don't take in 
is the uniqueness of who we are. How our bodies are designed. How our bodies are physically structured. What types of foods we like. What types of foods our body likes. What type of exercise our body likes. Right? We tune that all out to go after this prescribed way of achieving the goal. But in doing so, we remove all of our uniqueness. We tune out of our body that is unique to me, to you, right? We shut that off and we go after this prescribed way. And so we encompass that belief that we are not unique. And if we do desire something different or our body doesn't respond to the way the diet is supposed to, or we never achieve the million dollars, millions of dollars in the bank, or we never get married and have that perfect relationship, right? Whatever it is, we think that something is wrong with us. Rather than taking into consideration that we are uniquely wired with unique a unique body design, a unique human design, our wants, our desires, the way we operate in the world, the way we view the world is unique to us, right? We shut that down rather than embracing that, right? So I want you to really think about that specifically is you are a unique being who functions in this world from a unique perspective that is yours alone, And any time you step out of integrity with who you are, it shows up, it manifests in some way. And usually it looks like buffering. So that is, you know, you're feeling some level of resistance to like what you truly want, you truly desire. And so you're like, I'm uncomfortable and I don't know what to do with this. I'm supposed to be striving after like this thing. I can't stop going after this thing because If I stop, I'm never going to achieve it, and then I'm going to be a failure. But in that space, we feel a disconnect. Whether we're really in tune with it, or it just kind of suddenly exists in the background, and we try to ignore it, it's there. And so behaviors manifest themselves, whether it is through buffering, so that could be overworking, overeating, um, over you know, Netflixing, whatever it is to somehow make yourself feel comfortable temporarily in that moment because there is a disconnect between who you are uniquely, who you are, versus what you're going after. Just think about the freedom you would feel if you embraced your uniqueness. If you just could recognize and fully accept yourself as you are this beautiful, miraculous human being who has a brain that wants to protect itself and it has an evolved brain that wants to evolve as a human being and expand your own life. Imagine if you could just embrace embrace that part of you, how much freedom you would feel, how much less stress you would feel if you could embrace your uniqueness. Now I want to talk about the other side. You are unique and you're just like everyone else in two ways. Everyone else is unique, right? So like if you're unique, it's not like you're some special snowflake. Everyone is unique, right? So everyone operates a little bit differently. 
everyone's body functions a little bit differently. Everybody thinks differently, dresses differently, eats differently, right? Like, because we are unique individual beings, right? With our own essence so that we can contribute to the world from our own point of view to help enhance and grow our community, evolve our world, etc. Right? So you're unique and so is everybody else. The other thing that I'm going to say is everybody else struggles with some level of insecurity or self-doubt. It's part of being human. So when you think you're the only one who doesn't belong, you actually belong because everyone feels like they don't belong. If you're the only one who is feeling insecure about something, you're not alone because everyone feels insecure about something, right? We, that is just the human brain. Our brain is like wired to look for the negative. And so by default, for every single human being, every single human being, our default nature is going to be negative. It's going to be that inner critic. It's going to be looking for the things to fix because our brains think it needs to protect us. So it's looking for danger. But unfortunately, like these days, danger is like an Instagram post that like makes you feel a little, ugh, right? Like the danger isn't like being eaten by a lion anymore. I wish everyone could really embrace that and remind themselves that we all are different and we are all the same. We are unique. Every single one of us has a different perspective, a different body, different likes, wants, all of that. Everyone is unique and everyone is the same because they're unique and they have a human brain that creates thoughts that create feelings that are good and bad, period. But yet, we operate in the world, and I really like, I don't know how this shit happened. (laughs) It's exhausting. We operate in this world going after the same thing because we're supposed to be the same people, right? We all put on these masks that like, no, life is perfect. I'm fine. Right? We all do it in some aspects. I think the older we get, the less we do it because we're like, oh, yeah, this is a bunch of bullshit. But even as you age and you see the bullshit, you still like feed into the bullshit because it's so ingrained in us. But we and we spend our lives living this way. And it ultimately is hurting ourselves and it's also hurting our community. It's hurting the people around us because we are just perpetuating this false life, right? This desire to be the same, even though we're not the same. This desire to pretend like we're happy in roses and sunshine all the time when that's not how we're designed. This like... I don't know, like just this persona that, no, I'm totally fine with myself, right? And or if you're not totally fine with yourself, feeling like you're the only one who's struggling. If you take anything away from this podcast, know that you are not alone. Everyone has a struggle and most of us are hiding it because we don't want to be judged But if we could just like shine a light on the stuff that's going on with us internally, can you imagine how people like 
all around us would breathe a huge sigh of relief and mumble, thank God it's not just me. And if we could embrace our uniqueness, tune into ourselves authentically, learn what your body needs, right? Not even just from like a food perspective, but yes, absolutely a food perspective. From a nutrition perspective, from an enjoyment slash pleasure perspective, from a movement perspective, but also, and probably more importantly, from an emotional perspective, a spiritual perspective. What do you need to fill you? Because it's going to be different than other people. This is something that I have been learning in seemingly simple ways, right? We have this fear that we don't belong, so we go along with the crowd. And we do a lot of things that we don't actually enjoy or want to do because we don't want to be the other. But the end result is we're hurting ourselves because we're doing something that we don't want to do. So we're basically lying also. Hello, people pleasing is lying. But we're lying about who we are and what our true interests are because we want to feel like we belong. And so that we spend portion of our life doing shit that we don't want to do because we're like, we're like, oh, well, I don't, I must be the weird one. So <laughs> I'll use nature as an example of that for me. I like nature in theory. I don't want to camp. I don't want to be all in it, right? I don't want to be hiking where I could be like getting bit, seeing snakes, all of that. And I know that some of you love that. And I love that you love that. I appreciate nature. I like to sit outside on like a bench or walk on a paved path. Maybe sometimes I'll go off a beaten path like that's not so paved, but it's like well-marked. But I don't enjoy spending a lot of time in nature. I resisted this for a very long time. I was actually just thinking about this. This time last year, I was getting ready to go to Alaska to run. I don't like to run. I actually like hate running in nature. (laughs) I was like, what are you doing? And of course, I was with people that I absolutely love and adore, including my bestie, Darlene, who happens to love nature and climbing mountains. And I don't know if she loves running. But I went on this trip and it is not me. Like that whole trip was not me. I was scared shitless half the time because we were doing like jumping over holes that could suck me up and like kill me because I don't like nature. We're on like glaciers. Anyway, I could really go on and on. Obviously, Alaska has still left an impression on me. Um, But that was a really good example of me doing something that I really did not like, do not enjoy, because I thought I should, because other people did, because the crowd was doing it. And obviously, like if you're a normal human being, you like to do those things. And people will say, like, what do you mean you don't like to hike? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, so I should like to hike. I remember asking somebody, like, I don't get it. Like, what's the point of hiking? And they're like, oh, you can see pretty things. I'm like, you don't have to hike to see pretty things. But I finally went on that trip. I was miserable, minus the amazing company. But I was miserable. And so I was like, what am I doing? And I will tell you that, like, just unfolded a bunch of things for me. And I recognize that that's not me. That is not something that I enjoy. And you know what? I'm not the only other person. Like, I, that I'm actually, like, other people don't like to hike either. 
Shockingly enough, other people don't like to spend that much time in nature. Amazing. But I was lying, right? And so I was pretending that I was somebody that I'm not because I wanted to feel like I belong. We do this all the time. And what I was doing was fighting who I am, who I uniquely am. I am somebody who does not like to spend time in nature. I love like looking at nature. I love going to the lake. I love looking at like an amazing sky. But I don't love being all in it. And that's who I am. And that is how I'm wired. And other people, even those that say, I can't believe you don't like to hike. I say, oh, that's wonderful that you like to hike. I don't, period. Instead of taking that on, like something's wrong with me. All right. So I hope you're following me. Think about areas that you're doing or things that you're doing that you don't like, but you're thinking you should like, or goals you're going after that you're like, I don't actually really want to do this, but I should be doing this because they are telling me that I should do this or that I should want this. That's where you, when you start to see those areas and start to question that, that's how you build a deeper relationship with you, your unique self. And it's easier to do that work when you remind yourself that everyone is just like you. Everyone is unique in what they like, what they want to do, what their goals are, how they view the world. You're not a special snowflake. And you are. Right? Because no one's like you. But if you can recognize just the connection, the paradox of being uniquely you and knowing that everyone else is unique and that other and everyone else has a human brain, hopefully that will loosen something up inside of you. That's keeping you gripping on to being somebody that you're not so that you can start to learn who you are, what you truly like, how you want to spend your time, how you truly view the world, how your body truly operates instead of doing like an override and just doing whatever else other people are telling you to do. So I want you to think about that as you're moving through your day, as you're moving through your world. You can just simply catch yourself. Like especially if you're, whatever you're doing, like ask yourself, is this something that I really like to do? Is this something that I really want to continue to do? And if the answer is no, then ask yourself why. Why are you doing it? What are you afraid is going to happen if you stop doing it? What do you truly want to do? And how can you do that? instead right this is like the journey of getting to know yourself it's a beautiful thing and we're all on the journey some of us are more aware and more on board with the journey than others and my assumption is if you're listening to this podcast you're on your own journey you're on your journey to really discover who you are right like I've said before we've spent the first half of our life taking on a bunch of bullshit from other people expectations ways of viewing the world, potentially jobs, potentially like partners based on what everyone else thinks, not what you want. And then we spend the second half of our life untangling all of that so that you get to really discover and find out who you are. And I'm telling you, I'm on the journey and it's not an easy one and it pisses some people off and it's scary because you know that you're going to piss some people off and some people are going to be disappointed and you might have to let go of people or things 
that you thought you really loved and enjoyed. But I'm telling you on the other side of it is completely, it is completely worth it. So embrace your uniqueness and celebrate the fact that we are all the same. All right, my friend, have a beautiful week. I'll chat with you next time. Bye.